The episode of Highway 89 that you are about to hear was originally created for BYU Broadcasting's local classical music station, KBYU-FM. Welcome to a special holiday edition of Highway 89. I'm Jackie Tataishi, the show's producer, and for this episode, I wanted to invite the Highway 89 team in and reminisce and recap our past year. So sitting across from me right now in the studio is our very talented recording engineer, Mark Waite. I'm so glad to be a part of this team. I'm always the last to be chosen. <laughs> glad to be here, Jackie. You know, I was doing some calculations right before we came into the studio, and this year, Mark miked no less than 200 musicians. So props to you, and I definitely owe you a Christmas gift. With tender, loving care. Yes. Also in the studio is host and musician Stephen Cat Perry. Merry Christmas. And our friend, host, and local Christmas expert, Tim Slover. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Tim is the writer, the author of The Christmas Chronicles, which is Classical 89's special eight-part radio series all about Santa. So if we have any tough questions about Santa today, we will... Direct them towards you. And Bring it on. How do you become on. a Christmas expert? Is there like a seminary you study at for a couple of years? Is there a diploma, a degree? You write a book. If I, if I could tell you that, you'd have to give up all your candy canes. I, uh... Well, I don't like candy canes, so l- let me know. We'll talk after. <laughs> but right now we're going to start with the music. So, Mark, introduce your pieces. Well, I'm going to start with Laurel Ann Maurer. She is uh, a flutist extraordinaire. She used to be here at Local and one of the, you know, the go-to studio musicians or concert musicians. Uh, if you needed uh, a flutist, she was the one uh, for, for quite a few years lived in Utah. And then she moved back east, unfortunately, but recently came back uh, for a concert and to join us here on uh, Highway 89. We've got Laurel Ann Maurer with Pam Jones and uh, Denson Angulo playing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Thank you. 
flute, Pam Jones piano, Denson Angulo bass. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Well, okay, that does it. I mean, I wasn't uh, I wasn't ready for Christmas five minutes ago. Now I'm into it. Let's go. You're I'm going now. to have myself a merry little Christmas. People sometimes, you know, think that I'm a Scrooge because I have a certain I have non traditional views of the holiday. I try to uh, see Christmas for what it really is and what it's meant to be and what it can be. Uh, and it's very confusing because of the, the messages that are constant were become constantly bombarded with about what Christmas is supposed to be based on what retailers want it to be. I mean, the, the retailers seem to be driving the whole thing, and then you know, commercial concerns can be overwhelming. When you see the Christmas trees in the stores, you know Halloween is about. Uh, it's just around the corner. <laughs> Half off on all Halloween candy. Let's yeah. do Christmas now, right? But don't forget about Turkey Day. Oh, there's it's not Thanksgiving anymore. It's Turkey Day. I, 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 I can't stand society's um, determination to uh, simplify what is meant to be really deep and significant and meaningful things into uh, crass concerns of commercialism. I feel your pain, but uh, I like you see through it. I uh, I don't know if I see. I think I revel in it. I uh, I keep thinking of the three kings and the wise men and the gifts and all of that, and just go straight to the mall. <laughs> it's what they would have wanted. It's what they what they would have wanted. <laughs> well, uh, I and, and Thanksgiving is a very very important special. Mid-Christmas season holiday. <laughs> Mid-Christmas season. Oh, well, Leah, yeah, let's not get into that. For me, the Christmas season begins on about December 23rd. You oh, know, wow. I, n- no, that's hey, a little late. That's the way it used to be. Christmas season bloat. Look, You look at any of the Victorian stuff, the Dickensian stuff, they don't even start thinking about it until the 24th. Then suddenly it's it's major Christmas time. It's the it's Christmas Eve. Let's do it. Let's buy the gifts. Let's make the wassail. Let's sing and dance. Uh, let's go to Fezziwigs. That's true. And then, Actually, and that's then it's true. over. And the 12 days of Christmas come after Christmas. And, and I think the, 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 the Christmas bloat is because of the commercial. Yeah, they, let's start it at Thanksgiving. Let's have a Black Friday and let's sell the heck out of this thing and see what we can wring out of people. And then if if we sell you know $50 less this season over the entire country than we did last season, then it's a it's an economic meltdown. It's a panic. We didn't have the big as big of Black Friday this year as we did last year. And well, yet. We need some Christmas cheer. Let's get into this next song. Well, yet there are the emails in August to radio stations around the, 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 the globe saying, how soon can you begin the Christmas? I'm just well, saying the church, uh, the church writ large, the Catholic Church begins Advent four weeks before Christmas. It's a religious holiday. Just saying. But that's, Advent, Advent is not Christmas. Advent is looking forward to Christmas. And what looks forward to Christmas more than sales at the mall? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad for the old traditional Dickensian type old English. I mean, an old English Christmas is what it's all about for me. And so I'm glad to have... O Come All Ye Faithful, and a kind of a jazzy version of uh, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. This is uh, harpist Rachel Curtis, and um, she has been to England, so she knows she knows the whole Christmas mojo over there. She's performed uh, for Prince Charles, and she's uh, been part of a, an ensemble that played with uh, Elton John. Here's a couple of traditional melodies, one with a little bit of a twist, played by Rachel Curtis.
that's Rachel Curtis, harpist, playing O Come All Ye Faithful in a sort of jazzy version of God Rest You Married Gentlemen. Special episode of Highway 89, Jackie. That's right. All year long as our artists came in to perform their live Highway 89 performances, after the show ended, we would ask them, hey, would you like to play a Christmas piece or two for us? And we'll put them together for these special holiday episodes later on. Are you saying that some of this was played in July? Because that ruins it. In March, April, May, but not all of it. Some of it was played. Some of this is from last Christmas, too. So actually during the holiday season. But I think that makes it more magical because you're hearing pieces that you didn't get to hear for all you rabid Highway 89 fans out there. You didn't get to hear during the rest of the year, and now you're suddenly these are like hearing Easter, your favorite artists. These are the Easter eggs that are hidden. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. No, not Easter. Wrong, wrong holiday. Exactly. So, so when you tell someone, and bring some Christmas songs, what do they say? Actually, it makes total sense to the musicians, because for musicians, December is such a busy month that it would be very difficult to come in and do a full uh, you know, recording for radio. And so actually, they love it. It's good. And then Christmas in July works. They've got something ready. They've got something ready. Okay, good. Would you say that they're celebrating Christmas all the year round like Scrooge eventually figured out that he should do in that Dickensian Christmas mark like so I much? shall say so, yes. <laughs> well, I was going to say, people call me a Scrooge, but yes, I am Scrooge. I believe in goodwill on earth, you know, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, and... Just don't call it Why Christmas. do we always keep referring to the bad Scrooge when he got good, right? He I, turned I, into I, a good guy. He was a happy I guy agree. at the end. And that's, let a, it that's snow. me. <laughs> that is you. Let it snow. Okay, I want to talk about uh, – I've got a couple songs here. One is one of those famous Christmas songs that if you actually listen to it, it is not about Christmas. That's right. There's, you know, there are a few of those who have that have snuck into the canon. We're keeping and it non-denominational. Here. I guess so. This one was written like in 1945. It was a number one hit, and it has been so popular ever since. Since now, don't look at your list, uh, but it was also a number one hit after all these years, through all these years, through 50 different recordings. 2012 Christmas, a number one hit for choice A, Taylor Swift. Choice B, Lady Gaga. Choice three, Rod Stewart. The song is Let It Snow. So who was the artist? I'm going to go with Rod team? Stewart. Completely, Rod Stewart. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> you guys are right. Yeah, Rod Stewart. So, I mean, Rod himself, uh, he, he had it. He was number five weeks, number one on Billboard charts with this song that's been around since 1945. And uh, I just think it's interesting. This was written in Hollywood, one of the hottest days of the year. Maybe the writers were feeling a little nostalgic for cooler climbs. I don't know what it was. But our artists here, this was a really cool group to have come in. From the U of U, they were official student string quartet. Had to audition to for each of their parts. And they qualified to go to Juilliard and work with the string quartets back there. Got lots of coaching and lots of, of course, fun time in New York. So this is the Roscoe String Quartet. And their version and I think this fits sort of the feel of 1940, 1950 of uh, Let It Snow. Thank you. 
That's the Roscoe String Quartet. They're the official string quartet, student string quartet at the University of Utah. Been back to work with Juilliard. So I love that they chose not just a, a, a classical technique version, but one that's got all those little kind of little amusing. Waltzy, makes you want to dance yeah, a little feel, bit or it something. It feels like yeah. the, the crooners, are, you know, that it might be uh, Bing Crosby going, oh, there's not a... Oh, I love butters. Bing Crosby. It's got that in there. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> there's so much elevator classical, yeah. and I think that's my problem is uh, I can look at... Tim likes the elevator classical. I can tell by the look on his face. I'm not a fan <laughs> of elevator classical. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like Heinrich Schütz on the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you know Heinrich Schutz. See? <laughs> well, the next piece that I have is Ave Maria. That's very Christmassy. That's actually one you can listen to all year round. It's a sacred, sacred text. Um, but definitely works at Christmas. This is an instrumental performance with pianist Kahlo Latu and the sisters Elizabeth and Rebecca Willie on the strings. And uh, here we go. Let's hear it.
love that. Ave Maria, performed by local musicians Kalo Latu and sisters Elizabeth and Rebecca Willie. Um, it's so beautiful. I just, I love that. And the next piece is another favorite of mine, and I think a favorite of Classical 89's. It wasn't all that long ago that from December 1st to December 25th on Classical 89, we played a different version of Oh Holy Night, One a Day. A different mm-hmm. different performance. It was a memorable year. I, I remember getting those uh those clips ready and it was it was a bit of work but it was so much fun to listen to oh holy night that many times and um, it's always been a favorite of mine and so here's another version we didn't have this version at that time because highway 89 our live music program wasn't around but if if it had been we certainly would have included it something special about this performance is that this is the byu sophomore rebecca petterson she's been in the headlines lately yes, she has she made good in new york yeah, she made very good in New York. She was one of the uh, 2013 Metropolitan Opera's National Council Audition winners, one of the youngest winners ever, and she's also deaf in one ear to boot. So I, but she just sings amazingly. I remember Steve, you were at this taping when she sang, and we both said, "Wow, what a voice!" So this is Rebecca Pedersen singing "Oh Holy Night."
BYU sophomore Rebecca Patterson performing Oh Holy Night here on our special holiday edition of Highway 89. I hope you're having a happy Merry Christmas season. Um, happy and Merry. Happy and Merry. Festive. All those good happy words. That's an interesting. Why does it have to be Merry happy Christmas holidays. and Happy? Why do why why does Happy Christmas not work? Is there is there a logical reason for we that? We should bring it uh, back, Mr. Christmas expert. Happy Christmas works very well in England. That's exactly what they say there. But how why and how did we in America get fixated on the Merry Christmas? Well, Mary was the mother of our Lord. <laughs> oh, there you go. It is, it is a Merry Christmas for all. <laughs> And with that, Tim is going to introduce the next two pieces of music. I was absolutely thrilled uh, the day, Jackie, when I got to meet David Tolk, uh, because I'd long liked his music, uh, his compositions and his arrangements, uh, and I'd never met him before. And he endeared himself immediately to me because he brought free CDs. Um, He grew up the son of a Juilliard-trained mother uh, who taught him piano, and uh, his father was had a PhD in physics. So that kind of... um, uh, dual-brained upbringing resulted in the fact that he's both a fine musician and a very accomplished attorney. Uh, and if you go to his website, he'll tell you that he has no intention of giving up one for the other. He thinks that they're very complementary. Uh, he's an unassuming guy, but he just blew me away with the way he performed this piece that we're going to hear. Uh, it happens to be my very favorite Christmas carol of all time, uh, The Holly and the Ivy. I wanted to uh, drink eggnog immediately after this, but I, I couldn't find any. But you had it, to drive that time. <laughs> I had to drive all the way back to Pine Lane. Uh, it, it begins the way he plays it with a bare melody. You'll hear just a bare melody, and then uh, it just expands and expands, and he keeps a sort of figure going underneath the whole thing. He really takes you on a musical journey. So uh, pianist David Tolk with The Holly and the Ivy. Thank you. 
That was pianist David Tolk and his arrangement of The Holly and the Ivy, an arrangement that I think brings you right to the heart of the spirit of Christmas. Uh, Utopia Early Music Ensemble. What an interesting um, ensemble this is. They're a soprano, a contralto, a couple of tenors, violin, recorder, violin, viola da gamba, and organ. And um, they play music from the medieval period, the Renaissance period, uh, and the Baroque period. And they take their name, Utopia, uh, from a concept uh, that they say is, quote, to reflect our ideal of a musical world in which anything is possible. Uh, they also reference uh, the book by Thomas More, which was written right about in the middle of, uh, of the period um, of the different periods of music that they sing. I love these guys when I heard them. They, they aren't afraid to dress up. That's one thing I like about them. Uh, uh, in costume, uh, in period dress, uh, they also bring a really serious musicianship, but a, quite a playful style at times. Although this piece is quite a serious one. Um, this is uh, a medieval setting of Gabriel's Annunciation, Hail Mary, uh, the words he spoke to her uh, when he announced to her that she would be the mother of Christ. There are a number of settings for Hail Mary. Uh, this one, I believe, comes from early Renaissance England. So Hail Mary, the Utopia Early Music Ensemble. Should die for a song, Lord. 
and joy to us was grant, and on earth the peace he planned, when that born was this fant in the land of Galilee. Hail, Mary, full of grace, more something especially beautiful to me about these, um, for us, ancient um, expressions of uh, musical expressions of Christmas, because it reminds us of the solidarity down through the centuries that we share with people who um, have these beliefs. Pre-shopping music. Very, although they certainly... Pre-shopping mall Christmas music. (laughs) That's my point right there. You just nailed it. You think I haven't heard this at a mall? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you haven't. (laughs) The mall of ancient... Europe. <laughs> have, have, you, have you been to Santa's lap? Have you visited Santa yet this year, Tim, or is that on your list? Uh, yeah, it's something I don't actually do. I don't want to burden him, uh, quite literally, uh, by being on his lap. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm, of course, all all for it. And maybe you won't like what he has to say about being naughty or nice. Uh, and well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up right there. <laughs> yeah, that wraps up this special holiday edition of Highway 89. Today in the studio, we had the one and only Mark Waite. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> Stephen Cap Perry, one of our hosts for Thank Highway you. 89. Thank one you. of our ho ho hosts. Ho, ho, and hosts. Tim Slover. Enduring unwarranted persecution. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed this special holiday edition of Highway 89. We truly love to hear from you. We welcome your comments and questions about the show. So send us some figgy pudding and some emails. Um, you can reach us at highway89 at byu.edu. I want to know how you send figgy pudding through email. <laughs> it's just a pig. You pin it and send a link. I'm Jackie Tata Ishii, and Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night.